0: Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go.:
1: Hey business storytellers, it's Christoph Trapp, another live stream. Yes, I know I can't not let a day go by um, without a live stream. Certainly, it's a lot of fun and learning a lot as I'm bringing on all these fantastic guests. And today's live stream it's actually presented to you by Switcher Studio. Uh, switcherstudio.com, Trap one. I think gets you the first month off, something like that. So take a look at that. But today's guests, we'll bring them on the screen here in a second. Um, are two fantastic marketers out there, content marketers out there, and we're talking about how to do better live streams. And um, the guests today are Jeff. Um, I lost the name. Here, Jeff Kozlowski. He works for a marketing communications firm, um, and he's going to join us in a second. And then we also have Mark go with he's actually with with switcher studios gentlemen how's it going today
2: doing well, well thanks for having me it's a wonderful wednesday wonderful wednesday
1: well i mean i'm, I'm just glad you guys can't keep track of what day it actually is <laughs>
2: so yeah it's uh, difficult sometimes
1: it is difficult so tell us about yourself so mark uh, why don't you start off tell people a little bit about yourself and and what your background is with live streaming and podcasting and and all those different things
2: yeah absolutely uh so uh as christoph said uh, my name is mark goeth i am the uh, vice president of sales and business development at switcher studio um i've actually been involved with live streaming and live video for probably close to six years now um actually right as uh um meerkat came out that's kind of when i really got uh involved <laughs> if uh if any of you guys remember that platform so um but uh you know have been uh involved in it as a uh, content creator uh you know as a company that kind of helped out with people that were branding their live streams and now obviously with switcher studio uh almost three years uh into my employment here at switcher uh, helping to you know essentially get the word out about switcher uh working with uh companies like uh Crosby marketing uh where Jeff is uh you know obviously working with uh Christoph as well um and and some of our content creators but uh my my primary uh function at the company is working with uh brands uh and uh large companies that might have a value added solution to what we do to, uh, you know, essentially kind of create reseller or channel sales uh, type of opportunities, uh, you know, to, to just get Switcher into the hands of more people. So um, I, I don't have a ton of experience specifically with podcasting as a podcaster itself, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I do see video as a A really kind of the next iteration of podcasting as a way for you know podcasters to really uh you know set themselves apart. So I'm excited to have this conversation and you know excited to uh uh, to chat with both of you guys about this.
1: And what a blast to the past or from the past, Meerkat! Oh my goodness, how long ago is that? That's been that was probably what six years ago, maybe something like that, or
2: I think it was six was it 16? When that, uh, oh, 2016, 2016 so when that, yeah when that came out. So I feel like it I feel like it feels longer than that, you know, in this live streaming, uh, yeah. you know, space, like one year equals like four years. Um, <laughs> um, you know, live streaming years are like dog years, I think maybe, uh, you know, so, um, but, uh, yeah, time definitely does fly. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of different platforms that have come and gone. Um, you know, but, uh, uh excited to be on the team at switcher and, and work with, uh, work with people such as yourselves.
1: It came and went, but we're still live streaming despite the Meerkad, uh coming on the scene and disappearing. Jeff,
0: uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, yeah, so, you know, a little bit about me. I, I work uh, at, a, at a, a marketing agency uh, in Annapolis, Maryland called Crosby Marketing Communications. Been there a little over four years now, um, and, you know, we have... my. Bulk of my work has been with uh, a Department of Defense program uh, supporting supporting military families, um, and you know we we kind of oversee uh, as an agency you know a, a lot of the communications efforts: this email, website, and and of course social. And uh, a few years ago, you know we we discovered just what an effective tactic live streaming was and and um you know it it brought a level of of authenticity that we know the military community appreciates and and really like i mentioned it's a it's a government dod brand and, and it really helped to put some faces on on this this government brand so it has been um you know a really effective tactic for us over the last few years so we've been we've been live streaming quite a bit and actually since you know covid really started we've been we've been going live almost daily um we, we run a daily series on on the on their facebook page um bringing sort of timely and relevant information to to the military community through uh facebook live um but so you know before before crosby i, I spent some time in the higher education world and and uh actually had a brief stint with the the washington football team doing doing video production so heavy heavy video um, production background and been been using live streaming quite a bit for the last few years. But that re- it was that recently with the Washington football team? No, I, I think, uh, let's see, I was there for the 2011 season. So it's I think been quite we, a while. you need
1: to rephrase that name. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Hey, I just happen to have it, the the head laying around. Washington Redskins been following them a long time. But anyway, hey, guys, we did do a whole episode a whole episode, Nick Westergaard and uh, Leanne Eddins, she was on the show and they talked about how long it takes to rebrand and how they weren't going to get that done, the Washington football team, in six weeks. And we were correct. They didn't. Um, So great story. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome to hear. And the daily, I mean, it's kind of interesting you mentioned daily because I've been doing more and more daily shows as well. Um, Just because, you know, where I've, so I started in the pod, I, I actually started in the live streaming when uh, i don't know if i used NearCad too much but when periscope first came out and that was uh, that was a good experience it worked relatively well and then i kind of put that to the side and i started doing more podcasting and so the podcast the thing we're currently actually live streaming and this will be a podcast version as well business storytelling podcast uh 20 channels on the podcast side now and but i realized how can i maximize it more So now we do the live stream and we go to HoverMe channels, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, LinkedIn. Um, And you mentioned Facebook. Is that like your favorite channel or how do you decide where to send it?
0: I think, you know, we we landed on Facebook. I mean, mainly because that's kind of where the bulk of our audience is. Um, We have started to to dip our toes into LinkedIn Live. um, But, you know, we kind of have, I, I think just kind of the the bulk of our target audience is on Facebook um, and you know we the, the brand has just been growing that page for so long that that's just kind of become our our go-to um, but you know we actually just uh, invested in in uh, software called restream you know that will allow us now you know we're, so we're starting to think about how we can bring this to to other channels so now we, you know we have the technology that allow us to to simulcast across, um, different social channels, so we're we're thinking in that direction. But it, that's that's kind of how we we landed on Facebook.
1: And you know, that's I don't know, Mark. What are your favorite channels?
2: Yeah, honestly, my favorite one right now is uh, is LinkedIn. Um, you know, for a lot of the work that I'm doing and you know, working with brands and um, you know businesses, you know, they're looking for something that um, you know maybe doesn't have the The noise that some of the other platforms have had, you know, historically, uh, especially right now, given our current climate uh, being election season and everything that's going on with that, um, you know, looking for a place where they can host that uh, that video content and have it be, um, you know, not compete with everything else that's out there. So um, we're seeing a lot of traction specifically, uh, you know, in in my conversations with people that are interested in using uh, switcher to go live to LinkedIn. Uh, you know, to do some uh, some higher uh, higher level video production stuff. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of where um, where I've been spending a little bit more of my time lately, but uh, you know I, I don't necessarily know that I have a favorite. I think it's all about you know for you as a as a creator and you as a company, it's you know where is your wheres your community the most engaged? you know, you know where do you have the biggest following? you know where can you uh, reach the most you know people so Um, you know, that's generally kind of the, the guidance that I've given to, you know, to people over the years is, you know, there's a lot of people that want to stream to every platform and, you know, that, you know, that can definitely work, but, uh, you know, subdividing your audience can also be, uh, you know, sometimes to your detriment, uh, if you're trying to go to too many places at one time. So, you know, I think you have to just really understand where your audience is, where they
0: live, where they're most engaged and and what's going to be best for you. and to to piggyback a little bit off that mark i I will say you know part of um you know i mentioned the the dod program and an initiative within that is is a program that helps military spouses find and and retain employment um through military life and so we have a dedicated linkedin page for that initiative and it's you know so we once linkedin live rolled out we were like oh this is a perfect you know let's let's test this out a little bit um and and you know with it being a an employment initiative on LinkedIn, you know all of the content and all the conversation really lends itself to the platform, and and we've been um, you know testing that out for quite some time now, and it's interesting you know in regards to the audience that you know you can really tell we ha- we we definitely have a smaller audience there than we do on Facebook, so we generally see less total views and impressions <laughs> and all of that, but. We definitely see much higher engagement engagement rate. I think because, like you said, I mean the audience just fits um, there yeah. for for that particular initiative. And and you know we've developed programs programming specific for LinkedIn. Yeah.
1: Don't you guys want to know my favorite? Come on. I thought this is a two-way street. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I
2: was gonna that was my segue is uh, what's your favorite platform, Krista?
1: I'm just too quick. Um, so in reality it is wherever I can get the most return on what I'm trying to do and, and partially that does have to do with where are people tuning in, right? Where are people paying attention? Uh, I, I try Twitch. I don't know why I would ever go to Twitch, but I tried it just because I can and you know like I'm, I'm not a gamer so um not that interesting but i did have two people watching one time but probably not the highest priority twitter periscope seems to still work fantastically and it, what's interesting about live streams too is and you know i grew up in journalism so a live stream is a live stream we care about how many people are watching right now but people are watching on the replay which is amazing to me i had one the other day We did a show on video storytelling right like not live but like how do you put together a video story uh, with a template basically and it had i don't know 60 views live maybe on twitter and then it had another 300 on the replay so it's uh i think that's something that's very easy to overlook
2: yeah i i would uh i would definitely agree with that you know i think a lot of people think about live video and they think about you know what's happening right now you know they look at the viewers and they're like oh i only have five people viewing well this this content lives on in perpetuity unless you go in and delete it you know and and i think that's um you know where a lot of people they don't i think they realize it but maybe they don't think about it in the moment uh -hmm. you know and and how uh, effective that stuff is as it you know as it lives on and you know people find it later uh you know and uh, as they're Perusing your profile, or you know, doing searches for different things. So, um, you know, I think the the replay is a you know is a good uh, is a good thing to keep in mind. You know, as you're thinking about your
0: your live video strategy. Yeah, you got to remember. I think right not not everybody's just waiting for you to go live. You know, it's it's <laughs> um, so not everybody's going to be able to tune in during that twenty <laughs> to thirty minutes. You know that that you're live, and, and in the case of right. some of the updates we're doing daily, I mean they're they're intended to be. Quick to the point um and and uh honestly we we chose to do them live because it's 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 almost easier in, in some aspects to just do it live as opposed to pre-producing recording and all of that um and so yeah we you know you can't expect uh, you know so so many viewers to tune in in the 10 minutes that that you're live and and keep it's so important to keep in mind the the power of the of the replay and, and the fact that it lives on
1: and I I mean, it's like the SEO strategy, right? I mean, I grew up in news, certainly, and we covered news. This happened right now. But once you were done, like the next day, nobody cared about that news anymore, right? The news is done. But if we're producing something, um, you know, like even this show, I mean, this show is not news, right? I mean, this is still relevant probably in a couple of years. I mean, who, fingers crossed, who knows what's going to happen in two years. But um, it's not a news show. And sometimes I listen to podcasts and they're newsy. And sometimes they're late, and they go, oh, we're so sorry, we're late. Um, but their shelf life is so short, right? Um, and as, as opposed to treating treating a live stream more like an SEO play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so I know we talked about a little bit authenticity, um, and, but let's dive in a little bit why live video. And I think Jeff, you mentioned that, right? Um, you have to show your true self. So, for mm-hmm. example, you know we're joking. Uh, people might go, well. This trap guy, what a jerk, you know, and the other two, or at least they have hair or whatever, right? But we're looking, I mean, we, we are our authentic selves, right? It's very hard to hide everything. I mean, if you're a jerk, some of that will come through on a live stream, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is. That's, that's been, you know, just the biggest key. I think people appreciate. Uh, a real look behind a logo, you know, and, and just kind of um, exactly like you get a you get a feel for for maybe a brand's personality and and a behind the scenes type thing. Um, and and I think you know people appreciate that. And and um, in addition to that, I think live streaming also just kind of creates almost that one on one interaction element with with you know real time time comments and questions people feel like they have an opportunity to connect right then and there and and you know we've that's that's been such a, a key for us
2: yeah absolutely um, you know I, I think the the one-on-one interaction and in the, in the face you know as you mentioned Jeff is uh, you know is, is key for live video one of the things that sticks out in my mind you know when I think about uh, one of the, I guess you want to say the OGs to live streaming, uh, you know, from a brand perspective, I think about, uh, John Legere from T-Mobile, you know, and back when, back when, uh, Twitter and you know, a Periscope was just taking off, you know, I live here in the Seattle area. So, you know, it's, um, you know, I followed, followed him and some of the stuff that he would do. And he would literally go to, you know, a mall or a coffee shop and he'd just fire up Periscope and he'd be like, Hey, um, you know, first two people to find me, I've got an iPhone for you. And like, he would literally give them an iPhone. Uh, And this is the CEO of a huge, you know, major company, you know, and, and when so when I started to think about like, how brands and how, you know, companies can leverage uh, live video and why live video, it's, it's putting that face to the brand, it's giving that brand a human element, you know, because a lot of times, you think about the name of a company. uh, And, you know, you know, what they do, you know what they make, but you have no idea, who they are behind the scenes you know you don't know who their ceo is you don't know what their you know what their um you know corporate philanthropy is things like that that really you know matter uh, to people and and makes you know makes your audience connect with you uh, you know on a brand level so you know i think that's one of the reasons that i'm so um you know drawn into live video is what it does for you um mm-hmm. you know and, and just creating that face and creating uh, you know more brand awareness um and you know you mentioned it uh but it's that authentic brand awareness it's it's not like that forced stuff. it's not giving people what you think they want it's you know it's it's kind of peeling back the onion a little bit
1: you know what else i love about live stream and we didn't even have this discussion before we started but every once in a while uh when i when somebody comes on or i'm working with somebody they say just make me look good, make me sound good. Do you know what I mean? Like make this piece, write it in the way I want to sound, not the way I I do sound. And on here, like if you don't want it to be aired, don't say it because we're live. I can't edit it, right? Mm -hmm. And there's no time delay. I'm not beeping anything out or whatever. (laughs) Um, So it kind of forces people to be authentic, right? I mean, on the podcast, we can edit it, I hardly ever do. One time I did, it was kind of a really awkward conversation at one piece. And I was like, that did not come across when you don't see us. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. kind of weird. So I cut it out and it didn't make any difference, honestly. But for the most part, if you said it, it's already live. Like, I literally can't take it back. I can't delete it. Well, I guess I could, but we're not going to on five channels, right? Plus people are already watching. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, I mentioned earlier. You know, we prefer now. You know, we've done done these daily updates long enough um, since March. You know, to to realize that it's just so much easier, and and things come across so much more natural if we let these if we have these folks just go. You know, our guests come on live as opposed to pre producing a video um, and, and you know doing a recording. Because when people know it's recorded, you know, like you said, they they kind of just. You know that oh if I if I screw up I, I you know we can we can edit it later or um, things tend to tend to sound more scripted and and you know we find that going live almost forces people to be more conversational. Yeah, absolutely,
1: and that's it's not a bad thing. Um, so the other thing is I, I have noticed this. Um, I, I'm very cognizant. As you can see, my hair days, my getting ready for my hair are very. It's very minimum effort, honestly. Um, I have no hair, guys, if you can't see this on the podcast version. Um, but I'm very cognizant of people who do spend time getting ready, right? So if I'm canceling on somebody, I really make an effort to do it very early, right? So if I'm saying we can't do video today, we have to do whatever. Like we had the inland hurricane come through here in Iowa. I had no internet. I mean, I couldn't do anything, right? Like I was using my data. Um, so, but people get ready. And the other thing I want to show you guys is I'm not going to go all out on this, but let's say I did have a bad hair day, ha ha ha. And we really can't do video and, but we still want to go live. This is a trick I learned. We can just do this, right? Mm -hmm. See what I mean? I can just put up, I mean, I got to get rid of the other stuff here. I'm not going to do all that for demonstration purposes, but we can just have that up and we're just doing a live stream uh, of audio. Nobody can hear us. Um, so if you are scared to get started, Put your logo up, put your picture up, put two pictures up, put up your dog, who cares? Put up something that's halfway relevant. Maybe not your dog, unless you're talking about uh, veterinary kind of things. But you know, you don't have to even be on camera when you first get started. In fact, when I first started, uh, I did Periscope, just the audio version, right? Because nobody else was doing that. And uh, it was fantastic, had hundreds of lessons and I never had to show my face, I never had to shave because we all work at home now, right? We shave once a month. Our cars get three weeks to the gallon. Um, so, but, but what else? I mean, is it scary, do you think, for people to participate in live video? Or, like, how did you guys overcome it? I mean, you sound and look great. What's, uh, what's the secret to success?
2: I'm just a natural. Christoph, I mean, when you think about it, I think I was born to be on camera. Uh, No, um, you know, I think for, I I think for me, it just comes with time. Um, you know, and, um, I've always been the type of person that's not afraid to do anything. Uh, you know, I get asked a lot, are you nervous? I don't get nervous about anything. Um, you know, which I think is, you know, sets me up perfectly for something like this because, you know, I can (laughs) jump on, you know, live video at the last minute and, and be ready to go. But, um, I enjoy having conversations with people and, and, you know, I think Jeff mentioned it or, you know, earlier when he was talking about what live video does gives you the ability to have a conversation. I love having a conversation with people. Like I, I genuinely, genuinely am interested, you know, in what other people do uh, you know, what they, what they believe, how they feel what their passions are, you know? And I think to, to jump on a live video it's really easy to do something like that uh and get to know someone else and ultimately allow the the world to get to know them as well like there might be something that you know that jeff uh or christoph that one of you guys is really really good at but traditionally before live video you wouldn't have had a platform you know to be able to go on and allow someone to see you and and hear what you're talking about and and i think that's uh um, you know, I, I kind of went a different direction with that, but, um, you know, I think one of the things that has just helped me to overcome it is just doing it, you know, just going on, you know, doing a live stream, um, practicing, uh, on a private live stream. So just reporting it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, getting comfortable with talking to, you know, in this case, I'm talking to an iPad. Um, you know, so I've got my iPad on a tripod in front of me. I'm looking at both of you. Um, but you know, it, it's just talking to your device, uh, you know, in this case, and, um, you know, and, and having that real-time conversation. So, you know, I think if you treat it as a conversation and less about, oh, I'm live, you know, and just like getting, having that conversation, but, you know, there's a camera rolling, uh, you know, I think that's, a, uh, you know, kind of
0: a good way to, to sort of ease your fears. Yeah, and, and to expand on that a little bit, you know, if you're, if you're talking about, something you enjoy or passionate about like me with live streaming it it's it makes it you know being on camera a little more comfortable and um you know because i i feel you know kind of energized about the topic and and you know again i've, I've experience with it um and also you know just to piggyback on the the conversational element again you know we found that uh you know Obviously, going on by yourself it, it is probably a little more intimidating. But when you have just other folks helping you to guide the conversation, if you go on with somebody else, if you're if you're streaming with a, a guest, it is. Um, I don't know. At least, at least for me, it, it puts me a little more more at ease just to, to know that, that you know there are other experts or other folks on on to help help guide the conversation. I, I, so my first few podcasts, it was
1: just me talking and I still do some of those, especially on my travel <laughs> side, but having guests on and especially when they understand it's not just me interviewing them, it's us talking. I might share a story too. It's not just, I'm not just a moderator. Um, it's so much easier and it's so much more fun. So I want to be, here's, here's some authentic, authenticity for you guys. I'm always nervous. I'm nervous all that, like, even when I go speak. And my worst story, perhaps, when it comes to speaking, I was in Mumbai and I'm at this huge stage and I said, guys, where's the bathroom? And they said, it's back in the hotel where you just came from. And I'm like, are you kidding? Um, I gotta go all the way back there? So I'm always nervous, quite frankly. you know. And and here's the thing, it's okay to be uncomfortable. The first few times, so here's how I got hooked up with Switcher. I was on Jason Fault's show and Jason made this big deal about how Christoph is in the green room and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, um, that's kind of funny. I'm just standing here in my office. <laughs> and, you know, but I started using it and I started kind of following Jason's lead. Um, and the first few times I was overwhelmed. But, the, but part of the reason was I was thinking of it as more like a, uh, like a, like a TV production. Right. So, Mark, every time you were speaking, I would zoom in to you and then I would put up your lower third of your name and your URL and whatever else. Right. And then when you were done talking, I would go over to Jeff and I do the same thing and I might have something spinning around. And like, how many times do I have to put up somebody's name? I mean, I made it harder than it had to be on myself. Right. And then I still had to talk. Um, and then I couldn't yep. figure out how to turn my own voice off in my head. I mean, not my head, in my earphones in my head too, maybe. But, um, so, definitely, I think once you get started, it's easy, it gets easier and easier. And the other thing is, how do you guys feel about, uh, do you have to be perfect? Like, I mean, does everything has to be perfect when you're on a show or?
2: I mean, I I don't believe so. I think that's the, the great thing about live video is it's encrypted, uh, you know, and it shouldn't mm-hmm. be uh, so, it shouldn't be so perfect. Um, obviously i wouldn't suggest you know as a brand or you know a content creator to just go on and and wing it like give it a little bit of forethought Mm -hmm. you know but uh you know i don't think it has to be so polished it's not like you're gonna sit in your stand in front of the mirror and you know rehearse your your speech for you know a hundred times before you go live like you would if you're going to go on you know stage and presenting um but you know i definitely think uh you know you don't have to worry about being perfect.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think um, you know it also again kind of builds on the the authenticity piece, right? And, and kind of makes people people a little more real to the audience. Um, you know, I've I've heard babies crying in the background, especially in the environment we're in now, right? With with COVID and everybody working at home and kind of being put into um, situations where they're trying to find space in their house to work, and so. You know, you're going to have babies crying in the background, dogs barking, the um, the tra- the folks coming around to pick up trash in front of your house when you go live. So, but it, you know, I've had guests in a in a conference room before with, um, you know, they had the motion sensor lights and the lights cut out on them, so they're going like this during the the live stream. So it just, you know, it 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 makes people, I think, the audience more able to relate. You know, and
1: so so there is some tricks though to consider. So. I'll post a picture um, to Twitter here in a little bit, C-Trap on Twitter, um, how my setup is. But so you guys can't see this. I'm standing up right in front of my desk. And so I got the iPad in front of me. I got the two monitors in front of me so I can see uh, what people are saying, etc., etc. And the door, let's see if I can point the right way. The door is right there. Not that door, but just off screen. So when some one of my daughters walks in, guess what? We don't see them. And if they're actually going to be on screen, it was deliberate because they can see that I'm that I'm live streaming. Do you know what I'm saying? My cats—they can't jump this. I, I I don't think they can. At least maybe they can. Um, so that's my trick. But you're correct. People don't care anymore, right? When stuff happens, cats walk into a CNN shot. I saw that the other day. Um, babies walk in. Nobody. I mean, it's not a big deal anymore. I I suppose.
0: Exactly.
2: What what yeah, other i always tip- think about that CNN. i always think about that uh, that reporter where uh, you know he's on yeah. uh, you know live tv and all of a sudden you know the door opens and you know the kids shuffle in behind him uh, you know and then uh, you know the wife or nanny someone kind of comes in and starts, and you know there were so many people that were like horrified i'm like that stuff happens all the time i mean right. you can't you can't uh, you can't prohibit that from happening when you're on live video like you just have to roll with it so it's
1: it's not a big deal anymore but it was kind of funny it was uh, some NBA player um, and they were doing a zoom meeting right with the reporters and the reporter was trying to ask a question and her dog was barking in the background and the player just went all I heard is woof woof (laughs) I don't know I don't know what the question is so uh, what other tips do we have? I mean, one you know, one thing that I always uh, keep in mind is, I mean, I I do like to shave at least when when I'm going on a live stream, uh, look a, you know look a little bit more presentable. Uh, today I have a polo on, but uh, you know, a lot of times, I mean, you can barely see what I'm wearing. You know, I mean, like even a t-shirt, you can barely see. So even depending what it is, I suppose. But um, those are the main things, guys. I do have uh, it should be here somewhere. I didn't use it today. I do have this um, powder I do so you talk about being prepared but sometimes when the sun comes in here you know I got this powder that I put on so I am prepared from that perspective I don't know if that's truly necessary but it is when you have a hairstyle like I do Um, what other tips do you have to get ready for a show or or as people are trying to jump in
0: I would say you know one thing for me is is you know obviously it is live video, um, and and you want to be cognizant of the shot and and make sure your lighting's okay. You know you're not there's not a bright window behind you, um, kind of washing out your shot. But I, I I would say you know I, audio is is so so important. Um, so you know in when you're testing everything out, you know obviously it's important to do do some tech checks and try different things, but you know make sure that uh you know the the audio is is taken care of first almost i think you know and um i don't have one today but you know just if you have the capability with with headphones and the built-in microphone to eliminate um potential outside noise you know that's that's so key because inevitably in in this atmosphere with so many people streaming and being home and um Bandwidth being being used, you know, it is inevitable that you're going to probably experience drop frames in your video or um, things like that, or, or potential freezing here and there. But you know, I always tell folks, you know, as long as the audio is crystal clear, um, you know, that is that's a big part of it. As long as people can can hear clearly what you're saying, um, I, I think I think that's a, a big thing. And and you know, I know. Like you said, you know, you take these and, and turn them into a podcast. And so, again, you know, if if you've got the, the good audio, you can you can do more more stuff like that.
2: Yeah, um, I, I definitely think audio is a big you know big key uh, you know for different things, uh, especially for for live video. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of times uh, an afterthought for a lot of people, but you know, audio is uh, you know arguably just as important uh, you know, to, to point, if not more important, um, you know, when you're talking about some of these things, cause a lot of people can deal with, you know, the glitchy video, but, uh, you know, if they can't hear you, uh, the audio is garbled or, um, you know, any, anything like that, you know, they're going to tune out. The other thing I would say is, you know, one thing we're all doing is we're wearing solid colors. Um, mm. you know, I know it's not always, uh, possible, but, I've worn, uh, you know, shirts that have a lot of pattern in them and, hmm. you know, it looks like you're looking at one of those, uh, magic charts. Um, you know, if you, if you remember those, uh, where you look at them crosswise and then, a, you know, an image would, um, you know, uncover itself to you. So, you know, I would say as much of that as you can do, if there's, you know, the ability to wear solid colors, uh, you know, that, especially if you're going to be on, you know, like an iPhone or an iPad camera or even like a webcam, um, those uh those cameras aren't able to be fine tuned enough to uh you know to to help out with those those patterns. So um just to allow your audience to to remain focused on your message and the, the you know the story or you know whatever you're telling as opposed to getting too wrapped up in you know shirt being too loud. Mm-hmm.
1: The shirt being too loud. Uh that's my job to be too loud. Um so audio <laughs> is interesting, interesting comment, totally agree. And the other thing is, when you are the guest on a podcast and the host's audio sounds terrible, please say something. This is not, you you know, the fly on Michael Pence's head where nobody said anything. Um, Seriously, just say something. Say, Christoph, your audio sounds terrible. Do you want to double check it? And you can just test it. Sometimes I do that, you know, and I just see, hey, how is it recording? Is it maybe just on your end? Um, How are you guys recording, though? Are you using a mic or what's your audio setup?
0: I, if I'm, if I'm recording audio, honestly, right now, um, I, most of the time I'm using my iPhone with the, with the earbuds, um, and, and the built-in mic there, uh, you know, I do have, um, a kind of a USB podcast, uh, microphone that I I purchased off Amazon a, a while back that sometimes I'll, I'll plug into my, um, iPad and record that way. Um, but you know, I, I honestly, I, I feel like, recording with, with an, the iPhone and, and using the earbuds comes across just as good a quality as, as a lot of things.
2: I, I do have a, a microphone set up that I got. Uh, it's the Saramonic, uh Blink 500. Uh, so it basically is, uh, uh, it's made for uh, mobile devices, iPhones, Androids, hmm. et cetera. Um, actually here, I can just disappear from frame real quick and pick one up because it's uh, right here uh, below me. But uh, um it's super small. It looks just like the, uh, um, the road wireless go, but this is the ceremonic version. Uh, you can use this as a actual, yeah. like a lab that you clip on your shirt, or you mm-hmm. can plug in the, the, you know, the, the lavalier microphone to it. Um, it's a two channel setup. So, you know, if I'm doing an interview, uh, you know, if I'm out uh, on the road or, you know, at a, at a conference, you know, provided those come back sometime, and I wanted to do an interview with somebody, it's really easy Jesus to, Christ. you know, mic them up as well as myself. So uh, um, it's a pretty uh, affordable uh, solution for, you know, two-channel mic, and um, it has a <clears throat> has really good audio quality.
1: So that that's an interesting point, because that's that might be very useful when you're back actually near people, and you are both recording on site, which I haven't mm-hmm. seen a person, I don't know how long, I haven't shaken anybody's <laughs> hand and who knows how long, uh, but, you know, at some point, maybe we'll, we'll see people again, other than just on the split screen.
0: Yeah, Hopefully. that's interesting. Um, you know, I was, I've been, been thinking about this a lot though. You know, I, I think, um, you know, especially when it comes to video production, I think there's been um, hmm. a lot of learnings though. Right. I, I think, you know, I think people are starting to see um, just how even if somebody's not in the same location, you know, with switcher every day, we're bringing in people using the remote chat feature and we're getting across powerful messages and, um, you know, getting in front of a, a larger audience by bringing in our, our partners and other, other government agencies. And, you know, it's, I, I don't think it's something we would totally throw out the window once we're able to to get back in person again. You know, I, I sat in on a, um, a conversation with, uh, it was a, it was kind of a Zoom conversation with with Dr. Fauci and an American University's president um, the other the other day. And, and he kind of brought up an, an interesting point that kind of I, I related to video production in that, you know, he kind of gave the example like once, you know, COVID has passed and, and we're able to travel and, and see each other in person again. You know, consider like if you if he's in D.C. and he has a meeting in Chicago, you got to. Get up early uh, for a flight, potential flight delays, you know, take the flight, sleep in an uncomfortable hotel bed, wake up the next day, go to a meeting that may last an hour, come all the way back home and potentially do that all again on the, on the return flight. So, uh, you know, if you can do that meeting via Zoom, I think you'll pick that 100 percent of the time. So, I, and, you know, I think it's going to be interesting as we get into the, the post pandemic world. And I know this isn't necessarily the, the you know topic of conversation, but I think these kinds of live streams will be, um, you know, a little more, uh, you know, a little more par for the course and maybe kind of mixing in some of that more high end on-site production with, with stuff like this.
1: It, it's very, we definitely hope so. <laughs> right. We, uh, uh <laughs> I, I tell you, it's, it has been a lifesaver just to do more live streams because, You know, I get to talk to people other than my kids and my wife love them. But, you know, we were together for six months at our house. Um, So I do the same thing. I just have the headphones in. And then um, from there, you know, obviously we're live right now. And then I uh, I take the video file. Sometimes I hack it up, put it on Instagram TV, 15 minute videos, actually 60 minute videos can now go on there. So we won't get to 60 minutes. So I can use the whole thing on there. Relatively low effort, um, also relatively low numbers, but again, it's another channel, right, where people can find it. Um, So I do that and then I I, uh, extract the audio and put it, um, uh, put the podcast together. I upload that through Anchor to uh, 20 different channels. Um, And then I sometimes write an article. Not always, you know, currently I got one podcast per day. Um, and the reason is because I, I'm speaking so many, we're networking with so many people here. I don't want them to wait until eight months from now to hear their podcast. You, you know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. podcast will publish uh, probably, I would think, in the next seven to 10 days. But if you had to wait, we do a live stream now and then the podcast publishes, you know, now it's October, it publishes in February. You would be like, why? Right. It's just weird when when that happens.
2: I think um I think that's what's interesting about leveraging uh you know live video for podcast production because you know to your point Christoph a lot of the po- a lot of the uh podcasts that are recorded you know you record it you know you batch record them and then you know 4 5 6 <laughs> months later you know it's it's actually published um you know with with this you sort of get um you know, double duty, uh, you know, or double exposure, you know, out of that one, you know, that one production, you're doing a live interview, uh, you know, right now with the two of us, you know, it's going out to all these channels. You're also going to, you know, put it up on podcasting. And and even if it was something that took three, four, five, six months, um, it wouldn't necessarily be that big of a deal because, you know, people are listening to it now they're listening to it on the replay on all these social channels. And then boom, six months from now, it goes back up, you know, on you know, on another platform. So, I think it's, uh, um, I think that's one of the reasons that I feel like live video and podcasting, uh, you know, can be a perfect marriage, uh, you know, because it does give you uh, a much greater, uh, you know, life cycle of that content that you're creating.
1: It, it is very true, and, and also the promotion is different, right? Because so we're all promoting the live stream now. And then, probably in seven to 10 days, we all promote the podcast. And then mm-hmm. a couple of days later, we'll probably promote the article. And it doesn't feel like you have 18 different assets at once, which is, is kind of interesting because back in the newspaper world, guess what? That's not how it was done. All the assets of one thing were publishing together.
0: Right. Yeah. And you're likely hitting um, you know, different, potentially different audience members at, at different times, you know, with, with the, so, so potentially kind of, uh, with all those pieces getting in, in front of a, a larger audience ultimately.
1: So after, after we do the live stream, what, have you guys seen anything else that you've done that, that works well? Um, so we talked, we already talked about the putting it on podcast channels, writing an article, Instagram TV, um, what else, um, have we not discussed yet or is that it?
0: <laughs> I think just a couple other things that, that I like to use live video for, you know, like we have now, we're almost at 45 minutes. So after this, you have 45 minutes of video that you mm-hmm. can then clip and edit and, and share as, um, you know, future social content or, you know, Instagram yeah. posts or uh, tweets and, um, <clears throat> Stuff like that, or uh, you know, sometimes what I'll do throughout my streams is is kind of just keep a log of time codes where there was a good quote, um, and then you know we have folks that can turn that into a cool quote graphic that we we can share at an, another time, maybe when we're um, promoting something else or, or doing just kind of an awareness post or something like that. So, there's a couple other things that that kind of first came to mind.
2: Yeah, and I think I saw you, Christoph, take a picture of uh, of your production, uh, you know, feed to post. You know, it could be something as simple as that, too, right, Uh, where it's just an image representation (laughs) of the, um, you know, the interview that you've done. I've seen a lot of uh, companies in Switcher. We just did it. We took a picture of, you know, every employee on Zoom. You know, we're all Mm -hmm. waving, right? I mean, you know, because we have, you know, 30, 40 employees now. Um, you know, so getting us all uh in one location is impossible, but we can all be, you know, on a on a video chat like that. So even taking a, you know, a simple photo like that, you know, if it was uh you know, everyone smiling or laughing or having a good time, uh, you know, and posting that uh, you know, as an image to social channels and you know, uh I'm I'm glad that Jeff mentioned it, just being able to, you know, take little um snackable uh, you know, video snippets from, uh, you know, from this to, to share. And, um, you know, I've even taken it as far as for, you know, in, in a sales role, if there is an opportunity or, you know, if I do an interview or a live stream uh, recording, I'll put that in an email and send it to, you know, a prospective client that, you know, that I know has mm-hmm. had that question or, you know, is interested in seeing, you know, something that uh, that switcher has done. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of different uh, ways you can repurpose that content, and you know, I think it's just all about repurposing it as much as possible.
1: And so, I don't know what, what uh, I'll walk you through my workflow quickly before we wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. But um, so, I, I recorded, I live stream off my iPad. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I'm a, i am love mobile content creation. I know I got two screens set up here, but if I could do everything on mobile, I, I'm I'm good to go. I'm happy to go. Um so I do it on the iPad, then we end it, uh export it over to the photo, the camera roll or whatever. And then um, you know, if I don't um if I don't have to edit it, I just use everything on the iPad, right? I push it into a, an extraction uh service to get the audio. Um I hack up the video just a little bit. I might put I might pick a 20 second video for LinkedIn stories. I think that's worth trying currently. And my trick is you some of you Um, perfectionist will probably shake your head at me when I tell you how I do it. But if I'm like, hey, you know what? I should pick a quote from Mark. Well, I'll pick a quote from Jeff. I will literally just uh, scroll or whatever, right? And and whenever you um, start opening your mouth, I'll see if that's a good quote. And if it is, I'll use it. So Jeff, I'm glad you're so um, deliberate about it. Um, sometimes i don't even i don't even do that i just say hey is that a good one uh, not really doesn't fit into 20 sec 20 seconds so my point is you can be deliberate if you want to please i've done that too i've written down time codes
0: mm-hmm. but if
1: you but 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 you don't have to watch the whole thing again to find two 20 second quotes just follow one of those tricks and see uh, if you can find one even if it's the second best nobody will know right so Fantastic. This was a great discussion, guys. Anything else we missed? Oh, you know what? I wanted to mention one thing. Um, So when we record these, and people have to be kind of retrained a little bit, I sent them a link from the switcher app. So I'm the producer, host, director, executive, uh, sponsor, anything else? I think I got all the titles. Um, So I do all those things. And then my guests, they just click on the link, and they can open it in any browser. There's no download. And thats I, I just think that's fantastic. Even though I'm, uh, 80% of people that come on the show, they ask me, oh, I have to download Switcher Studio. They're so trained, right, that they have to download Zoom or have to download yes. GoToMeeting or whatever. And I said, no, you don't. I said, well, how do I open it? I'm like, just click on the link and it will open. And they're like, oh, do I have to download something? No, um, unless you don't have Safari or Chrome or whatever. Uh, guys, we did share your LinkedIn profiles. I hope that's okay. Any other place people can connect with you?
0: Go ahead, Mark.
2: Oh um, no, LinkedIn is is probably perfect. Uh, you know, obviously we're uh, we're using Switcher Studio, uh, you know, for this. So uh, you know, you can also follow Switcher Studio at Switcher Studio on all the, the major platforms as well. Um, you know, and and as Christoph just said. Um, you know anyone that's interested in uh you know in this uh you know in this solution i'd be happy to have a conversation with you um you know as i said earlier i love having conversations
0: it's what drives me as an individual so um be be happy to set up some time with you yeah and uh same with me you know link linkedin is perfect and and i'll i'll, I'll say too um you know as Christoph mentioned with the with the link um the simple URL, uh, click a link to to join a um uh, a switcher or or a live stream has been uh, just amazing. Uh, especially if if you work you know in the in the with with government clients or in the government space, sometimes it's so hard to get around um, you know downloading external software. It's it's very it's hard to find softwares that kind of com- uh, comply or, or or work well with their with their systems. And we've actually you know been able to bring on. Uh, you know anybody with with a with a switcher studio w- with with their process with this with just a simple click of a url so it's been awesome we've been um switcher studio customers for for quite some time and and um you know it's just it's been fun to to see the the program um the software evolve uh over time especially you know um in today's um covid and every you know telework environment it's it's been great and and um, been a lot of fun speaking with you guys.
1: Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing your insights. Really appreciated. And thanks everyone for listening until next time.
0: That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.